that song means? It means it's the JK Around podcast. On another Monday morning or yeah. afternoon. Sometimes these just come out straight up at midnight. So if you're uh, up in your pajamas, you want to stay up late? When it's technically Monday, and on iTunes it shows it's the day before, but that's because I think in California it's three years different. Yeah. Uh, so, but where we are, it's. When it's exactly it's Monday. That's when we post it. That's right. And uh, by the way, I'm Kevin. I mean, sorry, I'm Joel. I literally <laughs> you I didn't that mean to. A joke, yeah, now I can see this in I your eyes. That. That was a proper accident. I'm Kevin. This is Joel. This is Joel. That's that, confusing. That is. If you say both, then okay. that's confusing. I'm Joel. Listeners, I am Kevin. Ke- that's Kevin. And this is the JK Round Podcast, and it's an interview podcast. Another great, fabulous interview with a great and fabulous guest. We take guests from around the capital, or, or who are visiting in the capital, mm-hmm. and uh, we discuss their comedy. Yeah, what they do, their art. Bring it in. But comedy is an art. Kevin, would you agree that comedy is an art? Of course, comedy is an art. If if comedy wasn't wasn't an art, then you and I would just be we'd be doctors of uh, you know medicine that that is laughter, and that's all it would be. It's just prescribed. Yeah, but you're kind of saying that laughter could, uh, in that case, would be a science. Exactly. If if comedy wasn't an art, it would be a science, and then you would have to take your pills. And And that's what we talked about earlier, and and we should get to our guests, and we will really soon. But what I did want to mention was. We, we started out saying that we're going to try to take the magic out of comedy. We're going to demagify it, demystify exactly. it. And I said, I hope that that doesn't happen. Now, if we can take the magic out of it and we can show you a formula, that's science. That's magic. Comedy could be science. It could be science. But if we can't, then it's art. And because there, art, there's where we left. Art so, is the absence of science. Yeah, so I'm sitting here and I'm saying that this is art. Comedy yeah. is art. And we're going to talk to... An, guest, an artist, an artist, a, a comedian. But in at you know by the end of this year, or maybe in, in the next five years, when, when we do the show, mm-hmm. we might learn that comedy is science. We might. Mm. So, Only time will tell. Uh, who do we have today in the studio? Today we are joined by Johnny Clark. Johnny Clark. Johnny. Hey guys. Welcome. Welcome to uh, the Jake Aaron Podcast. Thank you for coming uh, and taking time out of your busy schedule mm-hmm. or schedule. They're both correct. And and, uh, and talking to us about your comedy. Now, um, broad strokes, would you call yourself a prop comic, Johnny? What kind of what kind of comedy do you do? I should ask that in yeah, a bigger yeah. In define, a bigger way. Define, define your ju- comedian. Your, just for our we have what the people that are listening to our we call them our students. Mm-hmm. So for them, what does Johnny do? What is you know when 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 the host says here's Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> from the old Carson Daly Johnny show. Carson. Yeah. You come out. What are you What are you bringing to the stage? Well, I normally will bring some props. Um, props aren't really the name of my game, though. I mean, this whole comedy thing has been about discovering myself. Um, like you were, we've talked about in the past, I used to call myself X-rated because all the jokes I wrote in my first half year were all severely dirty. And I, mm. then I started working with props because some people weren't getting my jokes mm-hmm. because like, I, I thought, you know, I think it needs a visual thing because people... I try to describe things to people, and they just have problems seeing it in their head, so that's right. why I try to bring them out. Well, see. sometimes people won't get filthy jokes if they're too filthy. Right. Like, if your mind is too dirty, 
then a lot of people's minds, they don't go that dirty. Hmm. You don't want mud in your eyes when you're just trying to see a laugh. Hey, that's a great metaphor. Yeah. Now, uh, I've seen you perform, and it did because of the prop thing, it did put me in mind of Carrot Tip. And we like to talk about Mm. different comedians, and Carrot Tip is a prop comic. I mean, he he just big thing of curly bushy orange hair. hair he's got big old muscles now he's and got, yeah. he glues bicycles to beach balls or something and and you know and comes up with something whimsical a lot of the like levels that he's working on he's got the big muscles because he eats so many carrots he's got the big orange mm-hmm. hair and that's the carrot tip that he's yeah. talking about and um you know th- that's kind of to me that's my starting point when yeah. i when i saw you perform now can we set a stage here yeah i think we should um, cause I'm, 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 I'm going to, what I'm going to do, Johnny, and, and because I saw you perform mm-hmm. the other mm-hmm. day, a couple weeks ago, a few, like a month ago or something. <laughs> Quite a while ago. And I just want to, I want to, for the audience, like, I'm going to kind of describe what I saw. And then if you can kind of help us understand where the yeah. funny is in that. Yeah. Fill in the, the uh, water. And go, okay, this is what I was thinking. This is where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that will help our students. And I think yeah. this is the best way to do it. Because in your case, because it's so physical on a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. We difficult. have to use words instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we were at this open mic mm-hmm. and this is a place where, where there are small little comedians one. will go yeah. and they'll all share their comedy with yeah, each other share each other and the host calls out for um a porn star okay and that porn star was what's the little short one with the beard uh, the mustache the one uh Ro- robert no uh disgusting one robert jeremy Yes. Rob Jeremy. Rob, Rob Jeremy. He goes, hey, Rob Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Oh, oh sorry, Ron. Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. He goes, Ron Jeremy, come on in. Well, he called a couple times, uh, and I don't know if that was a joke or if you didn't hear mm-hmm. it. Do you remember what happened? So um, I was dressed as a clown. You were, Clown. Yeah. But did yeah. you hear him or did you just... Yeah. You heard him, but because he called you like twice, but I don't know if you heard it or if. Yeah, it was supposed mm-hmm. to be like, uh, you know, I come into the room dressed as a clown when he's saying Ron Jeremy, and you know, I say, you know, I'm not Ron Jeremy. Oh, you're just a crazy clown, right? Yeah. We're, we're and, all sitting here waiting and expecting a gross porn star man, right? But instead, we have a funny clown. You had the stripes on. Mm-hmm. You had, I think you was your face painted. Face, oh yeah, the face, face paint, painted. the nose, a uh, colorful wig. Uh, not a carrot Crazy. tip. I think it was like no. a rainbow tip. Mm-hmm. Rainbow tip top. And you come in and you have the funny voice and you're carrying a pizza box. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there was a pizza in it. No, there was just a note saying help me. In the pizza box. Okay, so help me sure. out here. And this is why uh, uh, comedy is art. Because this is something that you might see as a performance piece or something in an art gallery or a museum where you see something like, oh, there's a bunch of paint splattered on this picture of a baby right. and that's art because it's weird and mm-hmm. sort of disturbing and sa- sa- same thing going on here oh here's mr ron jeremy and now it's actually a cr- crazy clown in a wig with Dang, a i'm not ron jeremy i'm not ron jeremy it's a pizza you. box with a note in it you know if i'm not wrong you would have asked the host to call you 
in as Ron Jeremy. He didn't just make that up. Yeah, I said, hey, why don't you call me in as uh, Ron Jeremy? And then you corrected him, yeah. which is funny because it's like other people aren't knowing. They that don't that's know going the on. behind. Like, now the that scenes. I've said this, well, like we that said, it's weird. That's the magic. Yeah, we're showing you that. We're showing you that magic. Now that um, you. Uh, doing that is a little bit avant-garde, and we've—I think yeah. this is our first avant-garde guest mm-hmm. that we've, mm-hmm. and maybe definitely the most. Uh, I don't spe- think we've even like used the term avant-garde a, on the podcast. No, I, yet. That, that must be the first time. So the comedy is found in that you're not Ron Jeremy. I would say the comedy was found in the fact that it wasn't just that I wasn't Ron Jeremy; it was that I would say a clown would be the exact opposite of what Ron Jeremy is. Because he's not a clown. He's not a clown. He's a pornographer. He commits porn. He commits um, porn to women. Whereas clowns commit uh, laughs. Laughs at mm-hmm. birthday parties or massacres. Yeah, yeah. in horror films. You can and also uh, be a bad clown and make a bunch of kids laugh, uh, you know cry like my party when I was a kid. You cried at a clown. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah. now when you say you're you're um, kind of learning or, or kind of growing and trying to try to find yourself through comedy, uh, was this kind of a facing your fears? This was like uh, not a facing of my fears. This was uh, trying to do something completely different. The reason I decided to do it is because I've never heard of anyone besides Yucko the Clown that was a comedian dressed as a clown. Hmm. And ever since that night, I probably will never do it again. <laughs> Why not? Well, um, I don't know if you guys actually saw it there, but as soon as I came out on the stage, that there was a, a few tables, and I noticed one table and a couple other people at another table completely cleared out. And I went and asked them about that afterwards. They said they had a fear of clowns. Oh, that is something so that's that a people real thing. do. Some people have to hide their face. Yeah, and take uh, off your glasses. Sort of start trying to start crying a little bit. So, yeah, fear of clowns is a real thing. Uh, as mm-hmm. silly as that sounds to yeah. me, I, I think clowns should... They're usually very funny to me. Clowns are hilarious. How many clowns can you fit in a car? I mean, that's oh, the old thing. It right? seems like it's endless when yeah. you see that many coming out of a small mm-hmm. car. That's yeah, just it's so silly. Good gag. Now, what was the pizza? What's the significance of the pizza box? Well, the whole skit that I wrote that I f***ed up on stage Uh-oh. was yeah, it wasn't. It did not go according to plan. Mm-hmm. But the whole concept of it was that I came here to. It gives this guy a pizza, but I can't find the guy, and I'm just complaining about my life as a clown. Right. And and then what's the help me note? Is that from the guy? Uh, that was supposed to be because I was going to leave the pizza box behind. I was actually hoping someone would open up the box afterwards and like kind of be yeah. like, you know, I'm trying to make you laugh after I'm even off the stage. I'm gone. Oh, wow. Right. Now, that's okay. a surprise comedy. That's like living, leaving a, a ticking time bomb right on stage. Not only that, that up after. it's generous. Very generous. A lot of comedians are like, when I'm on stage, you're laughing at me. When I'm doing this, and I, uh, this is what I'm giving you, this mm, this much. But when you get off the stage, it's done. You come and talk to me, it's as if I don't even have a sense of humor. I think we've mm. all talked to comedians who seem to have no sense of what's funny when they're not on stage. Yeah. Even some that when they're on stage, don't seem very funny. They don't get it. Now, you are saying, come on in, enjoy my comedy jokes. When I leave, there's still There's still more. I just left you another pop comedy joke. I left you a little present on the ground. And I don't know if, you know, 
uh, carrot tip is letting people ride his little bicycle around with beach ball wheels yeah. after his show. I don't think that's I think the he's case. deflated those balls and he's put it back into his big old giant suitcase mm-hmm. and he's lifted it up with his big strong arms and he's walked off he's to cleared on Never, Neverland. Yeah. Because that guy's never grown up. That's right. He's hey, like Peter Pan. Wasn't it one of his newest props steroids? Uh, <laughs> hey, we just got our perfect. first joke. That's perfect. like our first joke of the day. I'm going to write that one down. I'm going to put in my phone. First thing was First one is steroids. steroids. Okay. New prop. No, it's his latest prop, not his first prop. You wrote down first prop, but it's his latest okay. prop. Le- latest prop. Latest prop. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Johnny, how long have you been doing stand-up comedy jokes? Oh, you know what? Actually, about almost a year and a half now. Almost a year and a half. Okay, so not not too long. No. Uh, Kevin and I have about double that together. Yeah. Uh, when you combine our years when together. When you combine our years together, we have about double, triple that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you first were x-rated and you were very very rude i remember this these days i was doing the uh tour in st Catharines and mm-hmm. saw uh, he was just known as mr x-rated mm-hmm. as he walked up there and uh, yeah he said some some pretty eyebrow raising things mm. and uh as you say you, you really have to sit there and imagine all these horrors actually happening as he was speaking them these horrors oh i mean like Horrible things oh, in a funny way. Prostitutes. No, not whores. Oh, you weren't describing whores. Well, I'm sure he was at some point, weren't yeah. you? At one point, yeah. Yeah, we get into that. Okay, uh, <laughs> but now these two times—I've seen—I think I've seen you more than twice. But two times that I've seen you, uh, both times in the, the clown time and the previous time, it ended up with you wearing tights, underwear over the tights, mm-hmm. and a cape, a superhero, a superhero sort of shirt. Mm-hmm. So genre, and that's a, again. I don't know a lot of comedians who dress on stage as clowns. I've definitely not. No. I don't think. I, oh, except for Jason Alexander on yes. Just for Last. But yeah. other than that, really not. But he's superhero a, comedians. And once again, he's a comedy actor. Yeah, he's a comedy actor, and it's not like he is a superhero comedian all the time. Mm. That's that was one one bit. All he can do on is a very act, famous right? show. All he can do is come on stage and act. Exactly. And so he picked a character and yeah. was a superhero. There you go. But you. Johnny, on the other hand, you're coming up and doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dressed, but dressed what? in. Dressed. Uh, now, what's the significance of the superhero? Is there a name for the superhero? No, basically the Hulk superhero bit, which I haven't done in a while. It was, the concept of it was every guy in the room secretly thought at one point in their life, whether you're a kid or even a grown man, you thought, you know, if I try really hard. I bet I could be a superhero in the middle of the night, even if it was a drunken thought, you know? And it was with that concept, I wanted to kind of be like, you know, some of us actually go that far and we make the costumes and we Mm. prance around our house in the middle of the night looking like a moron just because no one can see us, so we feel like a superhero. Do you literally do that? Do I literally do that? Uh, I do, except I don't wear the costume. I just start around naked feeling like I'm actually something more than I really More am. like John Ron Jeremy in that case. Yeah. Right. You strut around right. and you're like, hey, I'm like a pornographer. I'm doing great. Yeah. And then my dad's always like, put on your f***ing clothes. Your da- you live at home? You live with your father? <laughs> yeah, I moved uh, actually back in because, well, I could get into this. Do you, you want me to go completely? There's not a lot of money in comedy. I mean, no. there's not a lot. So yeah. A lot of our dads But sure, out. I mean, uh, we'll stop you if it becomes... Uh, just not interesting anymore. Sure. Okay. Graduated from college, had a student debt, paying off the student debt. Uh, Tale as old as time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, 
I've actually paid it off now. Now I'm saving money so I can move out and get my first job in the real world, you know? Wow, yeah. yeah. It takes a lot of money sometimes to buy your first job. It's yeah. an expensive business. Um, so you said you haven't done the clown or the superhero a lot uh, mm-hmm. lately. Is there something new that, uh, like, similar? Yeah, do you, do you have um, other characters that you've done lately uh, that you could share? Um, yeah, because my clown thing actually went really badly, mm-hmm. um, I tried out another joke. It was about making fun of people who like clowns. Oh, really? Mm. And then um, it was just about a kidnapped clown and messing with authority. I use a different prop for that, too. Um, it's like a cop comes up and he says, "You got where's your license and registration? You're going to buck 30 in this intersection. And mm. all of a sudden, like, I just, I have an air horn. I go, I start sounding it off. He's like, what the hell was that? I have nothing officer nothing you know right, right, right. he comes and he checks into my trunk after he, I sound it off again he's like oh my god you kidnapped a clown I got half the laughter I expected to so and you've done this one oh you did that in uh, not in your hometown but in another town mm-hmm. um, and half the laughs okay half, half the laughs you mm-hmm. could- like the other people, were they just like, were they trying to figure this out? Were they just in deep thought or were they just dumb and didn't get it? Or well, what do you think the audience is really feeling at that point? From what people have told me with a lot of my jokes, they don't know where I'm about to go with the next. Like I'm, I'm messing with a cop and then he hears an air horn go off. So like you're sure. like, where the f*** is this joke going? How did that mm-hmm. ever happen? Why would you even How bother I, yeah, talking why? about this? Yeah. Why is there a clown in your trunk? You know, yeah. people ask when, when does to this mess happen? With authority. To mess yeah. with authority. He thinks I've kidnapped this clown when really it's just a big joke. It's just I just have a clown in my trunk and clowns are funny. And, and, so and a lot of the times know. clowns will dry, ride in a trunk. Uh, as I mentioned, how many fit in the yeah, car? Lots <laughs> of clowns and ones. They're just crammed in any place in the car. Mm-hmm. The glove compartment. I mean, that, yeah. this is a comedy fact about clowns is clowns, they can get compact. They're like uh, contortionists as well. Exactly. They spend a lot of time at the circus, mm-hmm. a lot I mean, of time with study. acrobats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the funny faces. Let's not... I mean, they you do have the to, funny faces They paint really the funny well. face right on there. But I mean, that's really interesting, the whole physical aspect of it. And that mm-hmm. comes down to also comedic delivery. Because, I mean, you're coming up with these jokes and anybody could stand there and go i was pulled over by the cops the other day and i'm talking to the cop and i'm hearing there he's hearing this honking and everyone's going what's the honking well he had to look at my trunk didn't he and everyone's going okay okay Mm -hmm. and there was a clown in my trunk bam laughter right well this is just spoken you're acting it out on stage now i like that because you're giving them the experience of what's happening you know, which you actually you mime, it, you mime out every action. Well, he's yeah. got the mm-hmm. sound, yeah. Kevin. Oh, he's mm-hmm. got the actual sound. He's got the too. sound. I've hidden the it's air horn on, the... on my body. Yeah. Yeah. So they're hearing. It's out of nowhere. What's that? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Huh? And there's a clown. And uh, to me, that that kind of delivery is harkens back to Steve Martin because he would just mm-hmm. do wacky things on stage, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get the show started here. And that sounded like Kermit. And. Uh, <laughs> And then all of a sudden, you know, you're in this thing. You don't even know what's going on. And that's kind of what you bring to the table. And that's that's not unlike the comedian um, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Because, I mean, she... she was that 
serious Hannah Montana thing. Yeah, and now she she's doing the funniest faces. Oh man, <laughs> they right? are great. When they captured that, yeah, um, and they're do- and she's coming out doing these comedy s- things with all these stuffed animals, dance props, routines, and, and yeah, she's wearing this goofy outfit. Her tongue's out to like as if she's licking yeah, her earlobe, Gene Simmons style. Yeah, and everyone's going, "Wow, this is funny." Now this she's is doing. Hilarious, she's yeah. moved from. I mean, my uh, Hannah Montana was funny, but that was mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of kids comedy. It was kids drama comedy. comedy. Like, yeah, like dramedy. a sitcom. Yeah. But now she's going, I'm going to do stand-up, and, and where am I going to start? MTV Music Awards. Music Awards, there you go. And everyone's going, This is Whoa. brilliant. This is brilliant. Yeah. And they're saying it was really funny seeing the funny faces, the, the Beetlejuice costume, yeah. the stuffed animals, the whole shebangle. Yeah, she's really, and, and I think, I don't know, does she inspire you in any way, Johnny? Um, I jerked off to her one time. Really? Yeah. Now, because she was so funny, it turned you on? No, it was before that. Her bony butt? No. It was just that was a, when she was even younger because I don't know if you should admit that on the podcast. No, it wasn't that young. Jeez. Oh, she oh, was okay. old enough. Just she fair was, enough. Before, just before she was trying to make her, you know, Fun. come back and do right. the Beetlejuice thing. Now, right. come back is that a, a pun? Did you use that? Is it was that an <laughs> right. innuendo? Is that double meaning? I wish yeah. I intended it to come out like that. These puns just come out on their own with me. Right. It's just a sitcom of my life. Well, puns are the type of thing that just oftentimes they just happen. Yeah. Prematurely, sometimes premature puns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. So, who is someone then that uh, inspires you or influences your comedy? Who inspires my comedy? Hmm. Other than Carrot Tip, I don't think he actually inspires me at all. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. I haven't even seen his stuff. <laughs> it's pretty funny, is it? Yeah. Well, it's yeah, world class. Yeah. Yeah. It's intellectually funny, mm-hmm. stimulating. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like an inventor slash comedian. I mean, yeah. he's original. He's doing. Something it's like no if Steve Jobs was doing stand up. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But and 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 was alive. When I say when I say I compare you to Carrot Tip, it's not so much that you're okay. It's just prop comic. Let's just put you in the same basket. Mm-hmm. But he's doing something that's different. He's doing something that, and you've just said you're doing something that you know other people aren't doing, and and that's when Carrot Tip. I mean, he's an alternative comic. Yeah. When he started his thing, he knew other people weren't doing this. And and that's a similar thing that you're doing. I mean, you showed up at one of these things and you brought out just like a deep and delicious cake. Mm-hmm. Because um, it was your birthday, I think. Uh, no, or that... You claimed it was your birthday. Something like that. I did that again. It was interesting point you bring that up, man. I did that joke uh, the last three times I did comedy. We went to Toronto, me and David Green. Mm-hmm. I got to see firsthand... Toronto, sorry, Toronto's in Canada. Oh yeah, yeah. people know it's a big city. People know yeah. we're for, broadcasting from the nation. We're in the capital, but we want to just make sure that people Clear know you were in Toronto at the time. It's an international it's show. It's an international, so it's fine. But I just Toronto is in mm-hmm. Canada. I think we've mentioned that city. I think we have a few twice. Canadian listeners. Maybe, hopefully, hopefully. hopefully. Uh, so anyway, you're in Toronto with this other comedian. What's his name? David Green. David Green. Okay. So he does comedy too. Yeah. Get him on the show. We should get him on the show. We, we will. Maybe we'll talk to you to get his information. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, you're, so you do the talk about the cake. Yeah. So it's, I always found it really interesting to see when a joke works so incredibly well. Like in Toronto, I just, it destroyed the audience. And then last time I did it in the big show in St. Catharines in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was actually one of 
like I started off with a great joke well, I know that I know was going to be successful. I ex- expected the same for the cake joke. It fell flat, and I needed to do a recovery joke right after that, and I couldn't figure out, like, literally the night before, I got so much laughs for that joke. Now, tell the cake joke. Can you tell that joke mm. for our, our audience? Just so, I mean, Give they've, us a taste. they've heard of, yeah, this cake joke. Uh, can I tell you the cake joke right now? See, that is the joke that has more props than any other joke I write. Huh. I just remember you taking out a cake. So basically, the concept of the joke is, I'm kind of a kid at heart, if you can't tell by now. Hmm. So sometimes, I like to walk into a party wearing a birthday hat, and I have like this little kid's hat, I put it right on my head. Did you just put on a voice there? Well, sometimes. It was a story-talking voice. Yeah, I go into different ranges of my voice, actually. I just want want our students to notice that, so that they... Note that. You know, yeah, put that, write that down in your textbooks, because if you do that with your voice, that's also going to perk up the listener. Yeah, it's going to wake up. That's what happens in their mind. Rattle them. Yeah. Anyway, so... They call it a rattlesnake. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what I imagine... What's that? Well, that's similar, but it's more of a... <laughs> so anyway, so you do the funny voice, and they go... And so now we're listening. So anyway, you walk in the party. So you put on this party hat. I remember yeah. that now. You put on this funny party hat. And uh, I say, you know, you get a couple eyebrows raised at you when you walk into a room full of 30-something adults, and, uh, you know, you're the only one wearing a Minnie Mouse hat. Mm. Um, so I, to combat that, what I did is I walk into the party and I say, birthday, we're having a birthday, woo! I usually have a slide whistle at this point. (laughs) Perfect. Pretty good. Yeah, no one usually gives you an eyebrow after you do that. I can even be a dick and I'll be like, walk around the party, hey, put on a hat! You put on a hat now! Right, right. (laughs) And, uh, you know, as soon as someone tries to take off the hat, I say, you can't take off that hat! We haven't even cut the cake yet! Then someone will say to me, sweetie, we cut that cake two hours ago. Oh. But what about that second cake? Right. And the whole concept of having that second cake and actually having it cut and delivering it to people is no one expects it. Like, I actually would bring cake. Right. So, now, in this whole joke, you're imagining that you're showing up to a party. You're acting, by the sounds of it, like somebody with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you're... This is a, a scenario where it's not an actual party, or is it a party because no one has hats, and now you're bringing out the hats, and then the mom. I think it's you know not you don't normally see even when there is a party with adults wearing. They the, don't the wear small hats, hats. At, so it is a party. Small hats. It's like it's a birthday party, party, but now but you're it's bringing funny hats because you're a kid. There's at least one hat, and he's he's owning it. He's wearing it, and then People now you're handing out, out more hats. And making other adults yeah. become childish. But this yeah. is actually a party where they've actually already cut the cake. That's the one thing that's important to note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the mom comes up and goes, I don't know who you are and why you're wearing this hat or acting like somebody with problems. But but please. But we already cut the help. cake. Yeah. And yeah. then you are going, this is the big, this is the surprise comedy, which we've talked about yeah. before, yeah. where it's like, hey, I got a second cake. Yeah, happy, happy surprise comedy. Now you also get to give the audience cake, and if they don't respect a comic that gives you cake, what kind of comic can they? How respect? else can you? If you can't buy off your audience, yeah. what else can you do? That's why usually I have like a pack of balloons when I'm on stage. I have stickers. Doesn't go right. Yeah, they right? promote. They have my name yeah. on it, and me yeah. making a funny face, and then people go, "Oh my goodness, uh, we mm-hmm. can put this on our fridge. We can remember this guy." Yeah, or on our. Well, you can't put it on your car because they'll it'll just it's not like it won't it's, last. 
glass. Yeah, it's not a very good not, quality, quality sticker. But it does. That just would cost too much. Yeah. But um, so this killed in tr- in the city of Toronto. Yeah, they were like, "Oh my goodness, free cake!" Um, and this guy is at this wacky party, and everyone's super a silly, time. Mm-hmm. super funny. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. It didn't work. Uh, and I do. I do remember that. I don't think you were getting. I don't think anyone was getting the laughs that night. That I saw you do that. It's a tough crowd. Yeah, that was uh, the concept. The problem was with that one. I didn't actually bring a cake. It just was a cake box. Oh really? Because I thought that was I. Because you know what? I wouldn't have known that. It's neat that you tell me that. Hmm. Because I wouldn't have known that. Because to me, I saw. I thought I saw a deep and delicious cake. It was a deep and delicious cake box. And then you put it off to the side. Maybe if you had handed out the cake, maybe we would have started laughing. That's what usually makes it laugh. Because when you see your friends at the table, like if I could make at least one person at every other table take a slice of cake you're watching that person eat the cake that i gave them while they're enjoying the rest of my set now what if you did something wild and i don't want to deconstruct what you're doing or, or add to it i don't want to suggest but this just pops into mind what if you're doing your whole bit and you're like uh you know is it time to cut the cake and then mom's like uh we already had the cake and then you go well, how about some nachos? <laughs> <laughs> Something totally unrelated. Yeah, and it's like, and you've, already, you've had dessert, but now you're going to have like a, 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 an appetizer? A, a whole, yeah, an ap- that you just know? mixes up the really, food choices. Exactly. So then you come out with hot steaming nachos with cheese all over them. Cheese and peppers. And then you can throw in like a, oh, this is a bit of a cheesy. <laughs> yeah, this is a, <laughs> you know, uh, this is a cheesy punchline. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's everybody will be It's not joke, it's my joke. Right. About That's nachos, nice. Nacho. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can do those puns in there too, and all Food of a sudden, puns. and everyone's eating these nachos, and they're going, "We love this guy. He's crazy." Mm-hmm. And how did he have nachos, nachos and cake? Yeah. And cake. And cake, and maybe some diet ginger ale. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do that, Johnny. Well, don't do that. I mean, that's we've kind of. In fact, yeah, we're probably going to use that. We might time. use that, like the surprise nachos. That's pretty good. Right now, surprise right. nachos. Because I think we could use that in a sketch. I think um, just the idea of surprise nachos. Just the idea. Yeah. So if Hello. we throw them in the sketch, I think it'll be very. Funny. All right. Thanks. Now, uh, surefire joke. Mm-hmm. You said you had to save it. You had mm-hmm. to save it with a surefire. With something joke. that always lands. Now that is going to be gold to our students. Yeah. If you can help us understand what a true, like one hundred percent, like this is a hit every time joke yeah. is. I mean, you can't. Uh, there's no concept for that. Those things happen. They're magical. Exactly. I mean, if there was, it would be a science, but it's mm-hmm. not. So what is your, like, what do you know you're going to get a laugh on? I would say guaranteed laughs. There are a few. I would say I have about five guaranteed laughs and some jokes that still need to be worked on. But the five mm-hmm. guaranteed laughs, I, like I've named my jokes, uh, furry friends, accents, um, ethereal killer earth, um, mm. Now that's a funny voice thing. Sounds you know? funny, like voice. a speech impediment, I should say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the horrible boss. Those uh, off the top of my head always always get joke. Now, laughs. did that horrible boss? Did they make a film based on that joke? No. Horrible boss. Oh wait, well there's a movie Horrible Bosses. Or but furry friends. Furry friends. Uh, that's a TV that's, show. And oh. Homeward Bound was a film. Oh, furry friends. <laughs> About that's furry true. friends. That's true. 
But now, now you're giving us these titles, but they might have this might very different ideas than yeah. these films. Yeah, maybe. Oh, very different. Oh, they do. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. That good. was a worry good. that we had because uh, there's copyright issues. But so you just have these ones that you're like, you know, there's a fully loaded gun. Don't tell us all of them because the worst thing we can do is ask you to tell us all the jokes that you have. Yeah. Hmm. And then you go on stage and everyone's like, well, we've heard them. But yeah. would you be kind enough to share just one one of those sure. loaded guns yeah one of your for sure fire every time aim fire hit the bullseye every time one of them let's go with uh furry friends furry friends you guys know what a furry is a furry yeah first of all are we supposed to answer or is this you doing uh, stand yeah, up yeah. and yeah why, why don't you answer okay a, fr- a, fur, a furry like furry. the covering of uh, an animal or something furry something like a fuzzy furry cat is furry. Like fuzzy hair yeah. on something hair furry hair but <laughs> yeah, actually, you guys are both wrong. There are these people; they like to get dressed up in like animal costumes or like cartoon characters and get freaky with each other. You know? Oh yeah, right. those those they dress up and they have sex with each other. Yeah, panda pounders. Is panda pounders. Right. That's true. <laughs> A lot of them uh, advocate fox pandas. Fox yeah. So there's fox and they f each other. Yeah. I, they use the right word, but yeah. fox fuckers. Yeah, fox, I said it. Uh, um. So anyway, so bear, furries, bear bears. Yeah, furries bear, are bear in their bear, bear bums. Yeah. And go on. Okay. I'm going to launch the joke now. All right. Okay, we're done. Okay. We're done. We're done <laughs> we're contributing. Sorry. We're good. Um there are these people called furries. No, I'm not going to tell you where I met this chick, the internet. But Anyway, long story short, she's dressed as Minnie, I'm Mickey, and I'm giving it to her, and I love it! But why wouldn't I? I mean, of course. And, you know, I'm giving it to her, I love it. And then she says to me, she says to me, guess what she says to me? She says, uh, talk dirty to me like Mickey. I'm like, what? She's like, you talk dirty like Mickey, you get the hell out! Oh no! So I'm just like, what can I say? I mean, what could I do? I was just like, oh boy, I sure do love pounding your hot f***ing <laughs> oh, no. Now pull on my nose here, you dirty stud boy, f*** you in the sideways. <laughs> oh dear, I shouldn't be laughing. That's yeah, dirty. see? Dirty things. I told you, Joel, sometimes these dirty jokes work out. Well, it's because and you're... Uh, right. Now, is that the end of the joke? Is, is that? Yeah, that is the current end of this joke. I've tried like four it. other endings, yeah. and... They have not done what I need them to do. They haven't landed. Well, what was yeah. the alternative endings? Can I see that on the DVD if you don't mind? Yeah, you can. I'll show, throw out a couple yeah. of the alternative yeah, nice. endings. Yeah, I like this. The, uh, here was one of the alternatives I tried. Um, I said, um, she uh, wants me to come next week. I get to see her. Actually, well, I don't get to see her again. I get to see her for the first time because I didn't really see her last uh, time, you know. Uh, uh, so it was just an online web right. thing. Yeah, yeah, that never gets the laugh, though. I'm like, oh, I thought see. that was funny. People aren't seeing for, they don't see what's happening. Yeah, they can't yeah, see you seeing. No imagination. They should oh. be seeing, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what's another uh, alternate, alternate ending? And then she's, she told me, I want you to come to my place next week, except dressed as Donald. I'm like, I, I can't do a Donald voice, okay? I just don't know how to do a duck voice. And she's oh, you can do a duck voice. All you got to do is eat me out for an hour. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, strange. So, That's strange. <laughs> That's so if you eat someone out for an hour, you're definitely going to start yeah. talking like a duck. Yeah. I can't talk like a duck, so. <laughs> well, you haven't been eating out for an hour. No, I have not. That's, I guess that's what you got to do. Um, okay, so I can see that. So th- what you've basically done, and if I can break it down for the students, mm-hmm. Johnny, am of I course. allowed to? Mm-hmm. Um, what you've done is you've said, 
let's take the adorable sort of animomorphizing of these these mice creatures. Mice. So, you know, you're not just dressed up as a furry bear from the wilderness. You're dressed up as a animomorphized cartoon. And it's Mickey and it's Minnie. The, the, can we think of more innocent, oh, family-oriented, sweet couple? Characters? Yes, just a cherished family icon. Exactly. And now you have them boning. They're in the bone zone. Yeah. And they're having such a great time, as you said, two or three times. And then, to heighten it all, it's time for you to do the Mickey voice. Yeah, see, he, what he does here is oh. set himself up to have a funny voice yeah. for I'm a reason. I'm this, Minnie. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. 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 Right. Yeah. We can't all do the Mickey voice, that wasn't, but yeah. different people in the room can do it, and other exactly. people can't do it, and that's fine. Yeah. We don't all have those talents. I'm so. over it. I'm over it. But anyway. Um, <clears throat> it, so, everyone's going to be killing themselves laughing, because... Mickey doing rude things is funny. Unless, of course, you are the type mm-hmm. that likes cartoony sex videos where it shows and then it's cartoons. Real. Then it's real. Then you're just attracted to cartoons and you just want to like, watch like the Homer yeah. Simpson and Marge doing it mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. stuff like that. And there's a market for that. Oh, yeah. It's you know? a big market. Are you into that? Am I into that? Um, I like a lot of stuff. And sometimes, yeah. I like seeing a friggin' orc destroy some wood elf or something like that oh, from World sure. of Warcraft. In, yeah. in cartoons. Yeah. yeah. This is hot. Yeah. Interesting. Plus World of Warcraft is. Broadsword. Nice. Right? <laughs> in this case, you're doing it in a comedy way, but it could actually turn some people on, too. So that's kind of a nice bonus. If you're in a comedy show and you get aroused and you're turned on, I think that most people would welcome that. And they'd be like, oh, Nice surprise. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect mm-hmm. to get turned on. And I think that that's one of the things that like a lot of people have gotten confused about Miley Cyrus. Because yeah. she's turning on some people, like you had mentioned. Sure. She's turned you on. Sure. Yeah. And for a lot of us in the know, we know that it's a big old joke. It's a big uh, comedian spiel. Yeah. She's trying she's, something else. She's doing a big comedy out. thing. You know. And people are like, oh, no, she's trying to be a sexy musician. Obviously not. No. <laughs> but if you're turned on while well, that happens, good for you. Yeah. And I hope you enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Love Miley. The, right? The end, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, that's, that, so that's a surefire winner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I kind of understand why the webcam thing didn't work. The Donald Duck one's good. Um but yeah, I guess that Mickey one is is the strongest. The Mickey voice right you can now. do you can do your Mickey voice yeah. that way. And the wit and the wit, um, nose hairs. Hmm? Did you mention like pull on my nose hairs? I pull on my mouse ears. Mouse ears. Yeah. Mouse why ears. Did I, why nose did I, hairs. That wouldn't make any sense. Right. That's what it was confusing me. But maybe I heard <sighs> mouse ha- hairs. Mouse ears. Maybe. So yeah, that's really funny. So there you go. Um, why don't we take a moment to do well? We have a, a segment, which is called uh, Mike Birbiglia's Tweets. Yeah. Well, we had a segment. Had a segment. Mike Birbiglia, and I warned him. I sent him a tweet mm-hmm. from the JK Around Twitter, and I said, retweet us. Yeah. We're getting look, fed up. We, we've, we've been loving you and worshiping you He's for been in every episode now. of every, the JK Around yeah, podcast, except for save one. Yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps. If that. Yeah. 
and you know, and and the students are getting annoyed, and they're writing us, so we're getting they're flack. Like, you guys are loving on uh, Burbigs, and he's not even responding. We haven't to heard. You. We There's haven't no... heard the Burbig response. Yeah, and we we expected because we're such huge fans that he would want to contribute to like teaching our students what yeah. the how to do what comedy the comedy it what really is. Yeah, uh, but. He isn't into it anymore, I guess, or he never was. I think he favorited a tweet, but I'm we're sick of it. Yeah. So what we're gonna do instead is uh, I I we picked the, we're gonna find a real Twitter star. Yeah, a, a Twitterverse. This guy became famous on Twitter because of Twitter. The, Twitter is his whole thing. He's it's now his, he's done a book. Yeah, and, and now he's done a comedy special on Netflix. Yeah, and his name is Ron Delaney. So this is uh, Ron Delaney's tweets. Ron Delaney's tweets. Delaney, oh, why'd you find the money? Delaney, oh, why'd you find the money? Delaney, I don't get the joke. Explain his fun to me. So Ron Delaney's tweets, what we do is basically we're, Joel will find one that tickles his funny bone uh, ever so ever so well. And then we get our guests to do sort of what we do uh, every other week when we don't have a guest and we're tributizing a comedian, and that's to take the magic out of the comedy and just sort of break down his joke uh, piece by piece as much as you have to to really show why it's funny. Figure out why it's funny. Tell us why. We'll know it's funny. You'll know why it's funny. We'll know why it's funny. We'll have a good laugh. And then, but the audience, our students may not know, they and we like to, funny. like we do here, is break down. And show them what is funny, and why mm-hmm. it's funny, and how it's funny, and when it's funny, and where it's funny, and why it's funny. Okay, so I, I've favorited a few, and, and uh, if people want to uh, follow along, they can go to twitter.com slash the JK round, and they can check out what I've favorited. Mm-hmm. And they can see all the tweets that I favorited by Rob Delaney. Uh, Oh, yeah, it's it's Rob Delaney, not Ron Delaney. Right. Okay, so those names are very easy to mistake. This one's particularly funny. I always feel a little sad for a guy when I notice he missed a belt loop on his pants or lost his family in a fire. I like that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Surprise so, comedy. Thank Let's you, go. Ron Delaney. Why is it funny? Is that you want me to answer that? Yeah, that's yeah. that's uh, you, that you're breaking down the comedy, not your own comedy this time, but the comedy of Ron Delaney. Ron Delaney. The reason that it's funny, in a nutshell, is like this: because he's making something that's really not even a big deal, like the whole belt loop thing. I, like I feel sorry for you, man. You don't even realize you look stupid. Mm-hmm. I also feel people sorry for people that have their house burned down. Is that was that it? Lost their family in a fire. Lost their family in a fire. It takes from something non-serious to something so severely serious mm. that the two polar opposites of the surprise, so to speak. Right. Would you call this surprise comedy? Well, it is surprise comedy. I'd say because the fire part comes right at you at the end. That's where the surprise is. You know, it's very important for our students to remember, and I've made mistakes uh, like this, and that is to put certain things at the end and other things... At the beginning. At the beginning. Yeah. So, for instance... This Some stuff one, needs to be in the middle. Well, there needs to be stuff in all the different... If you miss the middle stuff, sometimes the end stuff or the beginning stuff it's has not, no glue. It doesn't even mean it's a beginning now. If right. there's no middle... Right, it now it's just two things. Two things is... Uh, two halves. Yeah. And then some either end of the middle and the beginning will 
and the end and the beginning will become the middle. Uh, yeah, right? and that's just messy. And that'll be really, messy. really messy. But in this case, I always feel sad for a guy who lost his family in a fire or missed a belt loop on his pants. Now, hmm. is that funny or, or less funny? Less funny. Less funny because you're not upping the ante, you're downing the ante. Yeah. yeah. And, and downing isn't as funny as upping. Mm-hmm. And so... That's really important to remember when you're doing comic jokes is... Don't bring the audience down. Lift them up. Lift them up. Get, get that uprising. And make sure that you put the funniest part last. Yeah. You know? Um, like in another one he does here, uh, Loch Ness, Bigfoot, the clitoris. Some mysteries may never be solved. See? Again. You know, the clitoris is the funniest thing That's in all of the... Part. Loch Ness... Mm-hmm kind of funny bigfoot funnier because we yeah, know right. more about it mm-hmm. the clitoris well now we're laughing because it's rude because <laughs> rude and naughty it's got the hard c Those hard it's got C's. all the things you want yeah and some mysteries may never be solved because we never will understand anything and that's that's new that's, sort of territory that comedy yeah. has finally been forging into which is the sexuality yeah the mystery of, of women, women yeah. yeah and then how do you give them pleasure and what is you happening know, down there what do they how what what kind of things do they like what does it smell you know, like yeah <laughs> we don't know these things like this is mm-hmm. a new comedy territory because sex is so fine now because back yeah. in the day it used to not be fine right right you shouldn't be happy. And there would be no Mr. X rated as a comedian. No. You know, if this no, show no, took no, place no. 50, 60 years ago. No, yeah, of course. You not. would not. Crazy. I mean, you'd be Mrs. So Mr. Thankful. PG rated, and everybody would yeah. be like, already, oh. woo. Yeah. Easy, buddy. Yeah. That'd be it. yeah. I mean, you'd be doing tut, tut. you'd be doing a uh, Clumps type film. Yeah. And they'd be going, this is edgy. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but not anymore. You'd be doing Homeward Bound, and they would look at that like it was Inglorious Bastards. Right. I mean, the fact that the title has bastards in it, mm-hmm. misspelled, that. but it doesn't matter. I guess the That's word edgy. there. Yeah, it's edgy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, Mr. Delaney, that was him. Hopefully, he'll uh, care to give us a retweet or maybe treat us like human beings, uh, yeah. unlike Mike uh, Birbiglia. Uh, Mr. Birbiglia. You, know you know, his comedy's pretty good. It's good. And it's like he you has know. a career and stuff and stuff going on in his life and junk. But it sort of feels like it's winding down yeah. sometimes. I think I everyone's got a shelf, shelf life. Yeah, I think we've all, uh, we've all had our, our moment in the Birbiglia sun. And uh, now it moves on. Yeah. Just like the real sun, it's going to Some stuff you can revisit it every single day, like the sunshine. But some stuff, you know, you don't want to. Like, you're not having ice cream every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some stuff will, like, will set every night like the sun. Have you heard of Mike Birbiglia? Is he? Does the shows around here? No. No. He's not from the nation or the capital. America, isn't he? He's, a he's big, an American big comedian. comedian. He's, a, he's a big right now. He, I wouldn't say he's a big star. He's done. I mean, a lot he he was big. He like does a lot said. of touring. Yeah, you don't see him on TV that much though. Not anymore. He was interviewed like once, and then that was yeah. it. Yeah, he doesn't have a show or anything. He made a movie once, but the no, only per- person small. who really liked it was Ricky Gervais. Yeah, it was an indie thing, and yeah. like, a few people watched it, but yeah, I saw it. But but this uh, Rob, Rob Delaney guy now he's now, got a he, fascinating new voice. Yes, a new and I'm excited voice. about him coming up and and sharing these ideas. Yeah, I think he's going to be just perfect. Well, just it's nice immaculate. to see a regular guy. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. finally. Yeah. You know, Somebody not can, and I, I'm not a comedian. I'm a guy that did some tweeting, yeah. and now everybody's into it. And now, that, that's fun. That's beautiful. Uh, now, but as a contrast, and we talked about that juxtaposition, uh, Johnny isn't a regular guy. I mean, what you do in your stand-up takes people away from the regular It's thing. different, yeah. And they go... Oh wow! I'm in a different world here. Yeah, I don't normally I'm in see a, this. The wild, wacky world of Johnny yeah, Clark, Johnny Clarkson, um, and his clown superhero. I mean, not clown anymore. His zaniness. Yeah. Um, his zanosity is off the charts. Yes, exactly. Um, so now, Johnny, tell me that your real job that you're working towards is has something to do with comedy. Yeah, does it have something to do with comedy? Well, in a sense, like where I'm geared towards, so I want to get a job in my what I went to school for, photonics. What is photonics? It's a manipulation of the electromagnetic spectrum, like now, lasers and shit, holograms. Is that in Star Trek, like set your photons on stun? Really? It's so this is how thing. they got Tupac to sing at the Olympics or whatever. Yeah. With the hologram. The holograms of and and that's photons. Mm-hmm. And those are photons. Now, does that uh, give you any insight into kind of our world um, scientifically and like light spectrums and other universes and other realities or anything like that? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, that's kind of the reason I got into it. I saw a documentary called Visions of the Future, and I'm like, I need to get into this. The stuff that we're planning on doing in the next 50 years with photonics and light is just off the wall. I mean, 90% of our communication right now is done through fiber optics. I mean, we wouldn't mm. be able to have internet without those fiber optics. Mm. It would have been impossible to have the network. You guys remember dial-up? Imagine I if we. I do remember that, yeah. Imagine mm. that if we still had that kind of stuff going on. Do you think any of this is alien technology? Uh, I tend to think. Do you want, you want to know what I really think? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, the, uh, yeah. can I just say we've taught, stu- you know, mentioned this a couple times, and what it was is that like iPhones, you know, we went from like this like Atari to like an iPhone. An iPhone. Like, how did that happen so quickly? Out of nowhere. Yeah. We think it might be alien <laughs> technology, but anyway, what were you gonna say? Well, I tend to think we're all aliens here, man. Well, I tend to think my whole life is just an illusion and that really I'm alive somewhere else in the universe and that I've really projected myself into this world so that I could learn something. You're a hologram. A hologram? Maybe, yeah. I think I'm actually a living being in the sense of whatever life really can be. I just think that at the same time, I'm also alive somewhere else and I've been tr- projected my psyche over here well, so what's the you over there doing is he he is uh, busy projecting you over there and not taking care of himself he's probably tired or wants to eat something uh more like locked in the uh sense of stasis when you consider uh when you really start to break down what time is do you guys know anything about what really time is and like why we feel time and no. what no okay i don't i think it's got so. to do with uh well of course i've thought long and hard about everything of course and uh time is of the essence that's one thing i know about time yeah uh and the other thing is that it feels like it's going on a linear thing but it's actually not linear right speak more about that johnny time has everything to do with gravity from uh, what mr stephen hawking has tried to explain in layman's terms with a computer I mean, yeah. it's difficult with the <laughs> yeah. computer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when you get the, the more gravity you have, like say you're doing a loop, uh, doing a revolution around a black hole, even if and uh, that's what we're always calling for revolution. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is like a comedy revolution. We need revolution to uprise, or, yeah, and take yeah. to the streets. 
So you're doing you're going around in circles. Yeah. Around, say you're going around a black hole compared to going around a planet. The time it takes you to go around the black hole uh, might sit might actually like you start off everyone starts at the exact same time per se but even when you're going the same distance the time will be completely different compared to the black hole compared to the planet hmm. Be- hmm. why does that happen how do they prove that they proved it because they stuck a bunch of satellites outside of earth away from our gravity with the exact same kind of clocks that they ha- we have down here mm-hmm. and they said why are these not timing out right why is it not working they had to figure it's it out different. Th- it's we different it's different time. with gravity now did you ever see the movie Surrogate with uh, Bruce Willis? Nope. In that movie, he in, he's just in a chair, and then this projection, he has a surrogate that walks around the streets, and that mm-hmm. sort of sounds like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Or like The Matrix. Something like I? that, yeah. Um, but now, do you, do you also think that there's, like, you are here learning something, but then your other truer self is having a nap in another stasis places, mm-hmm. And then um, what happens? Is that like a different reality altogether? Or is that like in the same reality, but like you're on another planet that's moving differently, so time's different? So right now you could be experiencing 25 years, but back on your planet it's been five minutes. Is this what you're operating on? Something generally like that. I tend to think of uh, when we got into different dimensions uh, you start looking into stuff like that and what time is when you start going towards different dimensions and what different dimensions really are right um, what are they what are different dimensions how do i describe this this is complicated do it in comedy do it in comedy i don't think i can oh. <laughs> well kevin mentioned you get hungry in the other place yeah. maybe like by yeah. the time you turn like 80 or 90 it's time for lunch yeah, you know, you've so been in this planet for like a solid hour in that other stasis, right? And you're going, I need to get a bite to eat. And you know, what would you have? Like here on Earth, what would you enjoy to eat? Like, what's one of your favorite things? Pizza. P- pizza. Uh, what kind of like just pepperoni, cheese, that sort of. Is there an, a gourmet sort of? I like it from this place called Duff's because they make it all crispy. They put it nice. in just to the point where, uh, you know. The pepperoni starts to get a little crusty at the end. It's yeah. a little, little blackened. Yeah. I like that too. Mm-hmm. I like that style. Almost overcooked, but if it's cooked the way you want it, then it can then never be it's overcooked. Not overcooked. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's it's, a big. It's just that's very one of cooked. the big ideas that we've talked about. Yeah. What's overcooked and, and what's, what's just very cooked, just very cooked yeah. or more cooked than other people. Yeah. I like my noodles to be soggy. Yeah. And some people are like, "Ooh, right, yeah." And other people are like, "Oh, I like it al dente." You're mm-hmm. overcooking your noodles, and I go, no, I'm cooking them as much as I want to, so they're yeah. not overcooked. Yeah. But if you want to say that they're overcooked, uh, that's your call. That's your own thing. So yeah. in this so case, you want the some pizza, br- some cr- crispy pepperoni. You want the burnt want pizza. That. My dad likes burnt toast. Yep. You want some burnt toast. That's not overcooked toast. No, Stop it's saying just that. The kind of toast that you want. Yeah, right now. that's the naysayers and these people. And yeah. that's a, th- you've left it in the oven. You left it in the boiling water. You've left it in the toaster too long. It's mm-hmm. another thing about time. Timing. To bring it back it's to all the about time timing. thing. And yeah. and that's what comedy is about. Yep. It's all about timing. Timing and Did and you leave sentence. those people too long before you said that punchline? Depends. Depends. Did I get a laugh? Did I not want to laugh? Yeah. You know, was the joke that nobody laughed? Were they too busy eating? Was right. it the, not the right time for them to laugh because they had food in their mouth? Or their food came out late 
but that was just as long as it needed to take. So there's a lot of elements of time here that are all floating around. Now, we go back to reality, which is you in stasis. You wake up after your 90 years of Earth life, and you sit there and you go, in this reality, there's no pizza. (laughs) What's your reaction to that? How would I know? Because I'm really just projecting myself over here for a specific reason. And that's only if I learn when I came here to learn, am I allowed to leave? That's what I believe anyway. Yeah, but Johnny, it's your mind. Mm -hmm. So, like, your mind, like, think about how you would feel when you wake up in that other place. Maybe you are, you know, a small white orb Mm -hmm. of a being. You're not even human. This Mm -hmm. is nothing what you're like. Food not needed. But you want that pizza. But you want to taste it, yeah. You want to you taste miss it. it. You I miss want that the sensation. pizza. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I remember Earth Pizza. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll miss Earth Pizza and I'll miss uh, comedy when we're a bunch of floating white orbs. Do you think there's going to be comedy in that other place? I ho- I would hope so. Let's hope. But speaking of overcooking... The comedy of stasis. To just the right amount. Let's boil up some soup. We give you ingredients. For a comedy joke And you Make the soup Where's the soup? So this segment is called Comedy Soup Comedy Soup Our regular listeners know what it is But Johnny Have you listened to the podcast? Doesn't care enough about the podcast to listen to it Doesn't know So We'll explain it to him now And for anyone else too who might be new Welcome Welcome to the podcast Welcome Padawan This is uh, uh, Welcome dear muggle Welcome new student Yeah Uh, This is I I call him Padawan like uh, in Star Wars When the the new Jedi would come in That's a Padawan Yeah This is for the podcast so it's a Padawan Okay so this is comedy soup And what it is is we give you a collection of ingredients let's call them mm-hmm. which we've discussed already during the podcast things that have come up kevin's written and, them down yeah um they can be like they are words obviously but you know take them however you want if you want to do it broadly if you want to do it more specifically it doesn't matter how anyway, you want to do it basically we give you these words that are in the ingredients and you make a joke out of them some sort of comedy we call it comedy comedy soup. soup the funny soup it's comedy soup make some funny soup and you just put it together in a pot and you mix it all up you put set it onto a broil um and then you come up with some comedy soup Okay. You understand the concept? Oh yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So Kevin, hit so us with some here, words. Here's your here's your ingredients. Clones, clones, <laughs> clowns, clowns and orcs and photons are the main three objects. Clowns, cl- then we've got cl- clowns, orcs, photons. Photons. And you can take as much time as you want. It's all you. Okay, we're continuing to talk. Okay, that was uh, a signal. We got a physical signal. We got a hand sign saying once again, Johnny is using at work. His, his comedy, his physical comedy. Physical. He said, "Keep talking." He might have to act this one out. We can describe it, and can, Johnny, if he you, can mime it, we can say, "Oh, now he's you he's know shoveling has some orc sh- carcasses yeah, uh, onto a, a onto photon a field, f- field, photon field, uh, full of clowns." Um. <laughs> Interesting uh, talking about photons. Sure. Interesting it's talking about very photons. interesting. It seems like the science thing might be here to stay because it keeps perking into our conversations yeah. every now and then. Yeah. And these, That's this weird, true. this weird balance or imbalance, rather, really, rather, really, of art and science. Well, you know what, uh, and this is what happens uh, in the education system nowadays: mm-hmm. is there 
tang- they, they're putting a lot of emphasis on math, science, and in English. Yeah. Or, or whatever or, language. Or the you way to speak, speak English. And those are what they call the three R's mm-hmm. reading, writing, and, and arithmetic. science. And arithmetic. Right. And so three R's and an S. Yeah. And it's confusing because only two, one of those is a real R. Mm-hmm. That's reading. And only one of them is a real S. That's Which just is science. science. And the other two are just... They other that letters, up. yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they're not paying enough attention to the arts in schools, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and so, mm-hmm. you know, in the future, if, there's no, if there are no arts, then what will people have to read and write about? Yeah, that? yeah. What, what will they will look at? celebrating? Yeah, what will they be looking at? What will they be singing of what will they be doing like making movies now in order to count the money yeah because that's yeah. where you're making all the money and that's where mm-hmm. you're adding up okay how much do I need for a budget for this film yeah and that's that, all that matters that, how much is going to be you know a theater full of 3D glasses we got to buy a bunch of them so that everyone oh, has one. Oh, great we bought a thousand 3D glasses but there's only 3,100 seats yeah. in this theater and we're doing it for two nights just for two we have 400 extra I just did this in my top of my head because I'm educated, of 400 extra pairs of 3D glasses. Tons. Tons. Too many. Now, if you multiply all the dimensions there, there's three dimensions per glass. Or are there three dimensions per eye of glass? Exactly. This would probably be something that Johnny could answer if he wasn't working on the soup. Well, yeah, and this is right up his alley. He would probably be perfect for it, but he's writing some soup. (laughs) You can talk, John. (laughs) So what, what is it? Well, the question is, like, if there's 3D glasses and there's three dimensions, is it three dimensions per g- glass in in the thing? The or is, so or six eyes. dimensions in the pair of glasses or like three dimensions per pair of glasses? This whole 3D thing, you need both lenses to, for it to work. For them, right. So the, two lenses yeah. equals so 1.5 dimensions per lens. Per lens. Yeah. It, basically, it's just going to be it's something that's going to trick your eyes into seeing something that's three-dimensional. You know, you take off the glasses, you see the screen, and it's slightly split. Mm-hmm. This is that... Those lose gl- it together. Lose it together and allows you to th- see it in a three-dimensional image with something with depth. Mm. Okay. All right. Fine. Go back to your soup. The same concept as if we closed one eye, would you th- still be have depth perception, you know? The answer mm. is no. The answer is no. The answer is no. The answer is no. Uh, so go back to your soup. So what Johnny just taught us there was that, you know, basically if you have a thousand, no, you have 300 seats 300 seats 1,000 pairs, 1, pairs of glasses 1,000 of glasses then you have two nights so that's 600 but then you divide that by 1.5 that's going to be a lot of, well no that's less no. than 600 I think that's like 400 well if people are four doubling thousand. up then yeah for 450 yeah that's all you need is 450 pairs of glasses yeah and so already, for all the three dimension in this theater yeah so but if you knew math you'd get that yeah and you'd save yourself a lot of money Mm -hmm. so get yourself educated get those three r's and an s in your brain to learn about reading writing arithmetic and science schooling uh only to contribute to the arts but oh the point no the point was you also need to learn about the arts or something something like that focus on the arts as well science and arts Right, because we don't know which one comedy is. As soon as we it doesn't know, matter. if comedy is right. science, well, it does. Well, it's all that matters. Of course, it does. If comedy is science, 
and then comedy is art. Or if comedy is science, then only learn about science. If comedy yeah. is art, then only oh, learn, learn about, about art. Just find out what comedy is, and that's right. what we're doing. Yeah. All right. So Johnny, uh, do you have your amazing comedy soup? Got your soup for us? Sure. With the the words clowns, orcs, and photons that you guys passed out. That's it. Yep. Beautiful. Okay. Do you guys ever see a girl wearing so much makeup she looks like a clown? <laughs> then you f*** her anyway because you're just not feeling lefty in the sack that night. You wake up beside her and she looks, instead of a clown, she looks more like an orc. Oh. And then uh, the photons hit your eyes and you realize that, that was not a clown or an orc. You just f***ed a pig and you're in your friend's backyard <laughs> in a barn. That's a suit. Imagine realizing that. Oh my goodness. So many did you, steps. Did you even know your friend had a farm? Like Yeah, that's, you, you just wake say. up on a farm. You're like, Timmy, uh, how do we even get out of the country part now? Yeah. I don't know. I just came up with that whole farm part at the very end. That's very Makes good. Sense. Well, you, t- you tied sense. it in. Yeah. Now, when the photons hit your eyes, is that like that's Is that when the soup that, is? Or is that... No, the soup is. The soup is the and whole. And you're on a farm. And you're on the farm. And it was a or pig. In, 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 and you're in a barn. What was the what was the punishment at the end? You uh, you wake up and you realize when the photons hit your eyes that that's not an orc, and or it's not a clown. That was a pig, and you can put as much makeup on a pig as you like, but it's still a pig. That's the soup. That's the that's soup. That's the soup. There it is. That's Good. the soup. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, good. You put that together. Pretty neatly, that I That was say. some soup. That was some Pretty neatly. hot, hot, steamy soup. Now, did you, were you saying that, what was the soup that you were going to make? The soup that I was going to make was not as hot or steaming. I'll tell you that much. Um, it was just, it was basically, you know, if orcs are from this place and uh, clowns are from, and clowns are from that place, yeah. then photons must be from what? What? And what uh, was the answer? Um, Stasis. Pigs. <laughs> well, that is actually right. pretty good. That's soup, too. It is pretty close soup, yeah. That's the soup. It was a close, even uh, soup. Well, it brought the same elements. S- it, similar broth, we'll at least say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a, like the a, noodles uh, uh, were a little stringier. Maybe you both used OXO cubes. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? A little bou- bouillon base. Bouillon base. Like my MSG. <laughs> Everybody loves MSG. It's and that's tastier than regular food. salt. Right. And it fills you up better than regular salt. And then it makes yeah. you feel hungry again later. Is that why, is that why like, Chinese food no, is like that? No, it's MSG. supposed to fill you up so that you're not hungry, so you don't eat all everything out there, all you can eat mm-hmm. buffet. It really helps you at the end of your life, too, if you have a lot of MSG. Because so, some people, like, you know, they get all worked up and upset, and they have all these memories. But yeah. when you take enough MSG, don't mm. worry, you'll get Alzheimer's, and you won't even have to worry about your That's whole really. life. Yeah, that will help a now, lot Now, do things. you think you'll remember it? when you get to your stasis places and do you think you'll all of a sudden it all swarm back mm-hmm. you know and, and rush does back the msg you? come with you and you'll go holy i w- i had a, i had that disease on earth called alzheimer's, alzheimer's. where i thought that my you know grandson was actually my son and all this and, and, and uh, i, I ate so wandering. much chinese food that i forgot that i was even eating chinese food right and now that i'm my glowing orb self i want a pizza and that ain't gonna happen either with burnt pepperoni yeah that's just not happening i think i'd probably forget to remember to forget mm. or i'd remember to forget to yeah. remember oh, yeah, 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 one or the yeah, other yeah. at least yeah uh, that just that's happened. Brought, yeah, brought that right back happened. in. And that's, that's a callback, students. Uh, as we had mentioned, the 
before uh, in more of an explanatory way. Uh, this way kind of brings it back and says, yeah, we remembered. Hopefully mm-hmm. you did too. Mm-hmm. And now now it's a part of all of us. Yeah, and that's part of the, that. That's that's going out like fingers going into the community yeah. you know we're, just we're massaging it yeah just and it's, stroking it's out those spreading out towards everyone mm-hmm. and everyone's getting a bit of this finger just getting a little whiff of the yeah. fingers and and you know you're all beginning to understand what the comedy is mm. you know fresh um this fresh delicious comedy fingered out comedy exactly and, uh, and so thank you, Johnny, for helping us finger it out today. We've all been uh, graciously fingered by Johnny mm-hmm. and his presence. Well, let me know if you don't just need a finger. Let me know if you need a hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. The whole, See? That's the whole... <laughs> that's soup, too. That's, well, it's not it's soup. It's not soup, but it's a pun, it that's for sure. It could have been soup if we had If, had the, if the word hand was the, yeah. an ingredient. But, but the, all comedy is comedy soup. Really? Because you, know, you take your ingredients, you, you <clears> steam <throat> it up, and you mix it around. We kind of put you in that comedy box, but... You know, that's fine. You handled it, but yeah. you know, you have your own. No, there's another pun. Where handled it? Hand, hand, hand. Oh, there it is. The word hand, hand is. Like I was a thinking pun. box. I'm like, there's no real puns it's to do n- with nothing, a box. I nothing funny any. about box. Yeah, like sometimes cardboard no, box. Just, card cardboard boxes are, are just boring regular. Depends box. what you get in the box. It depends. Yeah. I can I can show you guys a box joke right now. You could? Yeah. Does it have to do... Like, I can see something funny coming in a box. Yeah. Like, if you get some an interesting package, you're like, what's coming to this box? Yeah. You know? It's uh, all... Um, the box joke is all pretty much to do with... It's uh, my very first joke ever. <gasps> oh, wow. wow. This is exciting. Yeah. It's very... Um, you, you have to see it, though. So... You have, no, you have to can, see the box. Can you describe... Oh, yeah. You're going yeah, to act it out, and should I describe it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or Kevin ready, can ready describe it. Okay. We'll, I'll we'll, describe it. We'll see if we you can, can both. You can describe it. If, do you wanna... We'll both describe it. Okay. I was kicked out of school for being a mime. He's putting out his hands. Yeah. And because it was this final test that I just could never do. It was the box test. He's shaking Okay. His head. You guys tell me, how close am out. I to doing this? Hands okay, I'm in a box. Oh, he's miming. The classic mime box. box. Yeah, the mime. Hands, hands, hands are on the side. Okay, now I'm in another kind of box. Oh, Oh, now he's he's putting his his hands on a waist and then he's thrusting. He's physically humping in the chair. It's in the air, but you can imagine because he's a very good mind that it's. They said the word inside the box, and sometimes box is a a euphemism for vagina. Oh my goodness, I did not realize. There it is. It's a euphemism. Yep, that's a joke. Well, if uh, we had given it's a joke because he's uh, inside a box. Right, I get it. (laughs) Very good. Well, uh, thank you, Johnny, for giving us that, uh, that mime. Joke, the mime joke, the, very the first joke. fuzzy jokes. I didn't know that stuff about fuzzy people mm-hmm. and people liking to be fuzzy. We'll people. have to link off to that kind of thing, that kind of niceness, fluffy, uh, fluffy bunny. We've got yeah, some some interesting things about photons and science and three D elements. Now, if I had my way, if we and maybe we will, we're, we hope to have Zach Shade back. If mm-hmm. we can ever have you back, Johnny, and. Did, Really delve into this photon thing a bit more. Really? Because I See think there's a get... lot of stuff in that. There's a lot of stuff. Maybe there's not a lot. A, not, maybe not the most comedy stuff. But you know what? But this is a space stuff? for learning about yeah. each other and about the, our realms. The reality of life. Yeah. And, and if we can learn about that, we can use it in our comedy. And I think that everything Anyone intersperses yeah. with each other. Life reflects comedy and comedy reflects life. Mm-hmm. So if we figure out all the planes of existence, then we have all the planes of comedy. Exactly. 
So, uh, once again, thank you, Johnny. Uh, we Thanks, will Johnny. tell our students, if you see a clown or a superhero walking down the street, you can bet your bottom dollar that it might be Johnny Clark. Yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, for our listeners, check us out on the JK Around on Facebook, yep. Twitter.com Twitter. slash JK Around, the JK Around at gmail.com. If you want to email. And uh, tell your friends about this. And you know what? It doesn't hurt just to rate us on iTunes or yeah, leave a little. Yeah. We have a couple reviews, and they're really nice. They've been very nice. People actually. are really uh, responding to this. It was near the end of 2013, the, the December time. Mm-hmm. Uh, around that time, we, we were actually, of, you know, reviewed a little bit, mm-hmm. and, and we're featured on the new Noteworthy. So thank you, We'd iTunes. Like a bit more of that. All the executives who went yeah. to do that decision, mm-hmm. and all the nice folk who wrote uh, such nice things about. We want, want to thank you. Thank you, and you're welcome. <laughs> and for you're welcome, and please, we do. please keep thanking us. Yeah. So you know what, everyone. Uh, once again, thank you. Thanks, Johnny. Johnny. Thanks for having me, guys. No problem. And uh, you know what? <laughs> Not. Sorry. Go on. Have a great week. Class dismissed. Bye. <laughs>